I mean, it made me question everything. Like, is time real? How the hell did somebody draw a map and it was accurate? I'd love to know. I still, I'm gobsmacked by that one. Like, how were you right? Hey there, fellow human. You ever find yourself looking at the world thinking, ugh, what the It's chaotic out here, and it's hard to find people that not only accept you, but relate to you and help you work through your mistakes. There's so many responsibilities and stressful situations, but not enough conversations that make us feel connected and remind us of what we love about life. So, if you find yourself sitting there second-guessing your weirdness or wondering about your life choices, I'm here to remind you that you never have to sit alone. Because I'm Miranda Gravit, and you can sit by me. Hi guys, it's Miranda. Welcome to the first episode of 2024. Um, If you are watching on YouTube, this is my very first video, like, podcast. So, I just wanted to give you guys a fair warning. Um, And also, we're going to get unhinged today. Like, this episode is a bit unhinged. Um, but please expect progress and not perfection in the video content section of this because I'm never perfect. Um, but also I'm learning as I go. So I want to give a shout out to Belshay Stokes for giving me some advice on this. Um, she is at the Party People podcast also. If you'd like to check that out, I'll put that in the show notes. She's awesome. So you guys should definitely check Um, I'm also a big fan of having an idea and just kind of going for it and perfecting it along the way. Hopefully one day I look back at this and like cringe, but also smile at the growth and evolution. But I have what some people call an impulse control problem, um, to where I just have an idea and I go for it. I like to call it tenacity. So tomato, potato. Um, but yeah, happy new year. Um, I'm a big fan of a new year just because, uh, my bank account, number one, survived the body slam that is December. I have a December baby. So if you know, you know, but also there's just kind of a certain amount of motivation and hope that comes at this time. It's like very specific to this. Yes. You can get motivated and everything after like an event or something like that, but literally, Every year on New Year's, I feel motivated and like I want to get things done and be a better person. And I that's kind of what I'm about in general. But there's it the strike of midnight feels like a milestone. So I some people don't feel that way. And I know the statistics on <laughs> resolutions and how often they're broken. Um, but I also know that that's largely up to me, right? Like I get to decide what I do and whether I want to get back on the wagon after I fall off. So, um, but this episode is not going to be about the new year. I could honestly record this at any time. Um, but we'll put a little bit of a new year spin on it for fun. Um, the end of last year was kind of a whirlwind for me. Um, you know, obviously just like in any other part of life, there's good and bad. Um, I finished school. I got my certificate for my career field. Um, so that was really nice, but I also expected all of these doors to open and for money to just like come flying in. And I got told to like basically sit down 
(laughs) And that's fair because I've been working on stuff for a long time. Like, I feel like God and the universe are just like, hey, chill out for a minute. Like, let things come to you. Good piece of advice, but I'm not so great at sitting and doing nothing. Um, But, I mean, I had my sister's wedding and there was just all kinds of exciting things happening at the end of last year. But I also, if you know me, you know that I am super close with my grandma, like not just the regular pleasantries that you share with your grandma. Like I got down to the nitty gritty and had real conversations with her and she was my pen pal. And we actually talked about her coming on this podcast and doing an episode with me just to talk about life advice. Um, and she passed away in October. So, um, I do want to include, this is so cheesy and you guys can cringe if you want to. Um, but I want to include my grandma in this first episode cause I just want her to be here with me. Um, so here's some really great life advice from my grandma. How you doing? I'm sitting over here so I can hear grandma. Grandma. Honey, I wish you wouldn't sit on the ground. You take the concrete off the coal. Oh, you have to take the coal. There's another chair over here. You don't have hemorrhoids, do you? What? I said, you don't have hemorrhoids, do you? No. (laughs) Concrete's the worst thing you can sit on if you have. No, I don't have any hemorrhoids, so I'm good. Well, that's good. That's disgusting. What? Let's have a discussion about hemorrhoids. And there you have it, folks. Watch your hemorrhoids. Um. Yeah, so there's just a little bit from grandma, but after I lost her, I kind of got in this space where I was like, can she see me? (laughs) And it made me very aware of the just like ratchet shit that I would do. Um, And it made me very aware of the fact that I have an alcohol abuse problem. Like, I am not the kind of person that can just have a drink. Like, I, I... have 11 of them and it always led to me making bad decisions being overly emotional just doing things that I wouldn't normally do and not only making me like physically sick the next day but I would have like major anxiety is what I call it like I would be like oh did I overshare oh did I do anything stupid or just weird stuff like that and I would go all week thinking about that. And then I'd go out the next weekend and be like, okay, we're ready to go. Like I'm going to be better. (laughs) And I would always end up in a fight with my partner. I just wasn't, or I'd be hung over the next day to where I wasn't being the kind of mom I wanted to be for my kids. And it's just not, not for me. And this is not a sporadic, like, Hey, let's change your alcohol habits kind of podcast. Like it's not do what you do, drink responsibly, but go have fun. This is just for me. Um, but The main point of me saying that is that at some point I was under the influence and I had a really weird experience in my own head, like nothing literally, but in my head, I can only describe this as like an existential crisis and major paranoia had a baby and kind of dialing it back a little bit, like I have, there's this concept of like choosing a word for your year instead of making like goals and stuff, you choose a word and it's supposed to kind of be a blanket statement over whatever you do in that year, at least from my understanding. And so I've chosen balance because 
I started out having this very chillax kind of view on life, like never really considered the idea of something traumatic happening. And I think a lot of people kind of go through life knowing that crazy traumatic things can happen, but that they don't happen to you, right? Like you picture what you would do in a scenario and then you find yourself in that scenario and you're like, well, damn, I did not react the way that I thought it would. And that, um, and so that's kind of the mindset that I was in. And then I got completely shifted to the other side of that, like the polar opposite side, um, to where I was ridiculously, and I mean, this is, this is going to sound like random. Maybe we need to think about checking you in somewhere. I think I've finally come to a healthy spot with it. But at first it was, it was interesting. I literally got to a spot where, I mean, I laid my head down at night and closed my eyes and saw like flashing lights as if a car were about to hit me. Like I I kept visualizing all of these scenarios that people talk about. Right. But like, I imagined myself and the reality of what it would be like to actually be in it. And I mean, it made me question everything. Like is time real? How the hell did somebody draw a map and it was accurate? I'd love to know. I still, I'm gobsmacked by that one. Like, how were you right? Is that real? Like, I just got into this space of majorly questioning everything. And there would be people calling me with, I mean, problems, like real problems. But I'd be like, do you realize that we are on a giant rock floating through space? And what you're talking about, that person saying that literally does not matter. That's where I got. (laughs) And I got into this like Sherlock Holmes kind of space of being hyper aware of, I did a risk assessment every time I took my kids outside. I'd be driving and I'd be like, if there is a dot, there is a dotted line between me and that dude over there. And I'm just trusting that he's going to stay over there. Like the fragility of life was constantly on my brain. I went to a take my kid to daycare and there was a kid standing on a slide. And I was like, you guys have no idea how real the possibility is that that baby could fall off and something terrible would happen. Now I am extremely grateful and privileged that nothing crazy traumatic has happened to me at this point in my life. We always think about, you know, you'll have somebody in your life that goes through something traumatic. They lose somebody, they get told some bad news or, and you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like uh, prayers. Like, you know, you say all these things, but you, Very rarely do you feel it, right? Like you assume that you know until you go through that. And then you're like, I had no freaking idea. 
because you experience this derealization. Like, it's almost like either time seems like it's going way too fast, seems like it's going way too slow, or like your time clock has stopped, but for some reason, nobody else's has. The world just continues to go on around you. Like you feel like it needs to pause for a minute to let you catch up or you'll feel like you're in a dream in a haze, like everything is happening, but you're not really comprehending or you're like, this does not feel real. Have you ever been in a moment like that where you're like, there's no freaking way this is real. And it is, and it doesn't even hit you until later. And that's why grief sometimes is such a long process, I think. But I think, I don't know. I just got to this realization that obviously everyone is not invincible, right? No one is. And we all know that. But we, we don't really think about often how precious life really is. Because there's a time limit on it. And I started getting really freaked out. I mean, truly freaked out. And if I think about it for too long, it gets, and I'm not trying to encourage anxiety or fear, anything like that in anyone at all. But I'm, I got to this point to where I was thinking about, there is a clock. And when it runs out, it runs out. And I have no idea when my clock runs out or the clocks of anybody that I care about. And it really, really, truly freaks me out. I mean, I'd be sitting on the couch with my partner and my kids sitting, playing on the floor in the warm house. And I just felt an intense amount of just gratefulness. Like we are all safe right now. Nothing is going wrong. And that's good, right? Like we should all be grateful for what we have because not everybody has that. Not everybody can say they've got everybody under their roof and that they're safe. And I just, I say this because I know that somebody else is kind of going through this, like, or has gone through this thought process and realizing all this stuff and maybe feels a little bit crazy. And some of you are probably like, yeah, I think about that all the time. What else is new? Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) I just catapulted into, and I mean, I was so oblivious before. I mean, have we ever thought about like, wait, this is the most extreme example, but like we talk about meteors hitting the earth or like Pearl Harbor. And we're like, Oh yeah, that's crazy. Like, no, that happened. Can you imagine looking up at the sky and seeing like a bunch of planes or something, or if a meteor did hit the earth, like if you looked up at the sky and was like, well, that's crazy. And then boom, like I'm, I just, I became acutely aware of all of the dangers. I mean, it was Sherlock Holmes. I'm not kidding. Like I would look outside and with my kids walking, I'd be like, there's a car right there. You've got a small snack. Zoom. Like, All of the risks that are going on around us every day, I just became acutely aware of them. And that's no way to live your life. Thinking about this all the time 
is no way to live your life. But I think it's important to say that like a lot of you guys have learned this lesson the hard way. And I can't begin to tell you how sincerely sorry I am that that was the way that you had to figure all this out. But for the rest of us, we've got to have a brain shift, dude. Like we're going through this life, treating people, however, doing whatever, like, and balance, right? Like we need to be both having fun and doing everything in your moment and being present and making the choices that are going to be best for you in the long run while also making mistakes while also screwing up like and learning lessons and becoming the person that you're supposed to be while also making sure that you're aware of the fact that life is precious because it's limited. I hope that nobody has to experience life shattering trauma in order for this to like get through because anything can happen in this life. And that is just as thrilling as it is terrifying. Like it's you, anything could happen. You could get a new job, network with the right people. Like what if you actually went for your goal? What if you actually wrote that book and you put it out there and it blew up? Like what if you became a worldwide sensation in a matter of months, maybe not even that, like that could happen for you. So you're sitting here wondering what other people are going to think about posting your podcast or telling your story or being whoever it is that you want to be. You're worried about what people mocking you. Cause I have to tell you something Anybody that's successful in this life that has actually done the things or is working towards doing things, nobody's going to look down at you for that. Nobody's going to mock you for that. And I mean, I'm sure there are people who are like, Randa, why are you even making a podcast? What do you have to tell people? Like, oh, she's weird. She's putting it out there. I don't give a F. <laughs> I don't care because I am the one that's living this life. This is mine. I have a very limited amount of time and I'm going to do what I want with it. I'm going to do what is impactful with it. Like I want to do what makes me happy. Do the same thing. Like do what you want to do that makes you happy. That's going to say at least, I mean, even if it doesn't, you know, get big or get famous, like I don't expect for my podcast to get famous, but I like doing it. It makes me happy. I get emails about people that it helps sometimes. Like I I just don't want anybody feeling alone. So if you're in a space where your life right now is like, I'm not excited about this. I don't like this. Like some of you don't want to be here anymore. And that's terrible that I've been there. But the thing is, is that for those of you that are in that dark and twisty place, there are people that would have made the most of this life that didn't get to out of, I don't know, for one reason or another. And if you don't want to do it for you, maybe do it for them. Do the things that make you happy 
because they don't get to. If you have a job that's just making you miserable, quit. There'll be a DoorDasher or a barista or something until you can find your next adventure. And honestly, if there, there are some things in life you can't quit that you want to work on, right? Figure out ways to enhance your life and make it fun. You know what I mean? Like we're over here working for a weekend. Like you're working for your days off and you're just getting through. Find a way to elevate your life and make it fun. I am working on this myself. I am preaching to the choir for this whole episode. Like you can sit by me because I'm having an existential crisis as well. But I mean, for those things that you need to work on, make them fun. Now there's social media does a really, really good job of making relationships seem like it needs to be either you're happy or you're out. Now, then people wonder why there's no more old school love. There's no old school type of relationships that last a long time. And I'm going to tell you why it's because old school type of love requires old school type of labor. And it is not always going to be great. You're not always going to be happy. You're going to have to compromise. Not all the things are going to make you happy. Now, are there situations where people need to get out? thousand percent, a thousand percent, but make sure you're being wise enough to discern what that is before you're just jumping ship. Don't self-sabotage. Don't shut things out because you don't think you deserve it. Don't shut other people out because they're keeping you accountable to things that you should be doing. Other than that, that there are like, yes, there are things you need to work on, but if you need to change your environment, change it. If you need, I just literally made my laundry room into an office and I added an LED light because it makes me happy. Like if you need to decorate your space because remote working from home is a privilege, hundred percent. I love working from home, but it's also lonely and not always safe for your brain. Make your space into something that makes you happy or I mean, plan ways to improve your life. There are a million different things that you can do. And if all else fails, or even when it doesn't, let's be honest, if you're a spiritual person or if you're somebody that talks to Jesus when you need anything, prayer is always the best way to go about getting, I don't know, getting your feelings out, just whatever prayer is for, because there's no better safety net. There's no better safety net. I hope that you are also surrounding yourself with people that are encouraging people that hype you up, but also hold you down, right? Like, keep you grounded and make sure you're aware of not only how awesome you are, but hold you accountable to the things that you say you want to do. Um, you, you become like the five people you're around the most. Make sure that your circle is tight. Make sure that it is filled with people that genuinely care about you. Don't let people in 
that don't want to see you succeed, whatever that means for you. I feel like life is too short to stay around people who take the light out of your eyes. It just, that is enough said, I think. But just find ways to be the best version of you and screw up where you can (laughs) so you can learn your lessons. Don't take life too seriously, but also keep in mind there's a limit, right? And again, preaching to the choir, like this is probably something, this is the most cliche. But if you have ever been through something where you're like, dang, that just hit me like extremely it's not going to seem so cliche. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Regardless though, make the most of your time. It's insane how quickly I feel like the time has gone by lately. Like I feel like the past year has been almost like when you're driving and you're like, did I just run a red light? I swear to God, it's a miracle that I've gotten home safely because I do not remember any of that drive. It's not because you're on an influence. It's because you're on autopilot. Like, you're literally on autopilot. And I feel like that's how I lived the last year, maybe a few years of my life. Because I look back and I'm like, I blinked and my kids are freaking huge. I blinked and all of a sudden I have wrinkles or I have, like, I look completely different than I used to (laughs) make the most of your time. Don't live on autopilot. Be intentional. Like, yes, rest when you need to hundred percent. I'm the nap time queen, but make the most of your time because you have no idea how much of it you have left. I promise you the next episode will not be as intense, but also I am aware that when you're not in the mind space that I'm in, that it, this could seem extremely cliche, but regardless, I hope it hit who it needed to. And I hope that I didn't freak you out. <laughs> as always, I hope that you have a great rest of your week. I love you to pieces and I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with some friends if you think that they would enjoy it also. If you want to volunteer to be a guest or if you want to hang out, please email you can sit by me podcast at gmail.com. You can also email there if you have any questions or comments or anything you want to talk about. I really appreciate you guys listening and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thanks, guys.